How to handle your tennis partner's excuses. Find your aha moment right after this. Do the best you can with everything you got. Struggle day to day, cherish every fight you fought. Destroy your obstacles, remove the blocks. Got to stand strong, can you do it? Breakthrough, can you move on? Wherever you... Welcome back to Find Your Aha Moment. I'm your host, Brian Lutz of BackhandCity.com. Well, welcome to 2020, and don't forget to sign up for my 2020 Adult Tennis Lesson Series right here in Miami, in the heart of Coconut Grove. I've got Monday night intermediate classes and Tuesday night novice. Both sessions start at 7.30 p.m. All you got to do to reserve your spot in class is log on to BackhandCity.com and check out the menu item for tennis registration. Well, today's topic, how to handle your tennis partner's excuses. Now, we've all been there, and this topic could probably go into your off-court life as well. If you've ever had any friends, loved ones, or spouses who tend to do a lot of complaining, this can be retrofitted for tennis and off-court. But for this podcast Let's just focus on tennis. So my tip number one for how to handle your tennis partner's excuses is don't feed the beast, right? They're going to be doing a lot of complaining and ranting and raving about the balls or the racket or the weather or the sunshine. The key here is just don't feed the beast. I've got a tennis partner and friend who I play with who does not like hitting in the wind, So he will spend a lot of time focusing on that aspect of his frustration. So I've handled this by using some of these tips. And the other thing is I just try to just work with it, right? It's a windy day. There's nothing you can do about it. I'm not the weatherman. Try not to feed the beast. Don't get into a long-winded conversation about variables that are out of your control. Number two, acknowledge your partner's feelings with just a simple okay. People just wanna be heard. A lot of times, once they feel like they're understood, they'll just let it go. And if you've ever read Stephen Covey's famous book, Seven Habits of Highly Effective People, just good empathetic listening skills can be very valuable to your friend. And notice the key word I used there was empathetic, right? You don't have to understand it or agree with it to under... Now, let me check that. You do need to understand it, but you don't need to agree with it, whatever the complaint is. There's a big difference there. And a lot of people just want to be heard. Now, if you can, at some point, if these tips are working, you want to just refocus. Keep things moving. A lot of times they'll get distracted. And if you can recalibrate and just serve the next ball, it allows them to refocus and move on from their angst. Another effective and probably my most best tip, that's not really good English, but it's my favorite tip. And it's sponsored by Zipit.com. When you hear somebody complaining and they're ranting and raving about things that are out of their control, don't say anything. I think I got that tip from my mother. And so it is super effective. It's really hard to have a debate by yourself. 
It's possible, but they usually run out of gas. So zipit.com, just let them go. They'll work their way through it. So you're gonna have to really get a feel for your partner if it's the first time that you're playing with them or against them. Use one of these tips, feel it out. But you can tell a lot of the tips just require careful brevity and acknowledgement. Just like they say at the zoo, don't feed the animals. Well, thanks for listening to this episode of Find Your Aha Moment. Don't forget to go on to iTunes and rate, review, and subscribe to this podcast so you get notified each day with a fresh episode. This is Brian Lutz of BackhandCity.com. I'll talk to you tomorrow. Thanks for listening. That's when push comes to show. I knew it all.